Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, food followers around the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast with your host, Ben Johnson. Remember, if you want to support this show, we have a donations link available via PayPal. Simply head over to paypal.me forward slash Kung Fu Movie Guide to donate. This podcast is very much a one-man operation, so any donations you make will be greatly received and will be put back into the upkeep of this show. A huge thank you to any who has donated to the podcast already that is fantastic thank you so much to get in touch with the show you can email me on hello at kungfumovieguide.com we also have our social media accounts on instagram and facebook under the name at kungfumovieguide we are also on youtube and x formerly twitter at kfmovieguide Keep up to date with all the new episodes of this show as they drop by subscribing wherever it is that you get podcasts. And if you do that, please do leave us a star rating or write a review. That all helps to spread the good word of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. You can also read the latest martial arts movie reviews, access our archive and find all our contact information via the website kungfumovieguide.com. Thank you for listening to this episode and now on with the show. Well, if you're really so determined to have a fight, then I'll oblige. <laughs> Hello, everybody, food followers around the world. Welcome to the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast, episode 92. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are in the world right now. Welcome, welcome to the show. We have another action-packed double bill for you today. Not one, but two great guests who are both part of an incredibly talented generation of German martial artists, stunt performers and filmmakers who are now doing great work over in Hollywood. So later on in today's episode, you will hear my conversation with Vidan Tran, a Jackie Chan stunt team member who worked with Jackie on The Foreigner and Bleeding Steel. He's an incredible wushu performer in his own right and a rising star behind the camera who's worked as an action designer and fight coordinator on Dune, Parts 1 and 2, Into the Badlands, the Halo TV show, and most recently, Knights of the Zodiac. That film stars Sean Bean, Mark Dacascos, and Famke Janssen. But first up, you're going to hear from Lorenz Hideyoshi, he is Timothy Chalamet's stunt double in the Dune movies, both parts one and two. He worked as part of that great action team headed up by Roger Ewan. Lorenz has also done stunt work in Matrix 4, John Wick 4. He's also in Plan B, that great 2016 German martial arts action comedy headed up by the Real Deal stunt team. Lorenz also fought alongside his brother, Felix Fukuyoshi, in the Vietnamese action movie Luc Van Tien back in 2017, starring 
Andy Long, another incredible German martial artist and filmmaker. We should also say that Felix Lorenz's brother is also a very talented filmmaker in his own right. I was a huge fan of Felix's short German movie, Duty Out of Line, which he made in 2021, which also stars Julia Schernovich, who is another great German stunt performer and martial artist. Lorenz and his brother Felix work as part of an independent collective of action filmmakers from Germany. They call themselves the Young Masters. He has also made some very cool short films, which I'll put links to in the podcast description. He's done a great Star Wars one called Dark Jedi, which he made back in 2019. And he's just released a new short film called Daddy Issues. He's got some nice old school kung fu shapes in it. He works on that with Joseph Lee from Team Red Pro. It also stars Jay Kwan and Terrell Kota Bullock. And it's out now on YouTube. So much incredible talent that has sprung out of Germany over the last few decades. There's Vidan and Lorenz and obviously Felix, Andy Long, Julia, the Real Deal Action guys. So that's Kan Eodin, Fong Jiang and Yoon Cha Lee. There's also the former podcast guest Matt Swan, of course. He played Kung Lao in the Mortal Kombat movie and... There's probably lots more that I'm forgetting. Mike Muller, of course, who just did a star turn in Expendables 4. My gosh, just so much great German action talent. There must be something in the water over there or something. I don't know what it is. But anyway, it's all very encouraging. And what makes their success all the more sweeter is that they all continue to work together. They always seem to be jumping in on each other's projects and just generally being very supportive of each other which is really great to see so that's today's show i don't really have too much more to catch you up on only really to say that if you do enjoy this podcast remember to tell a friend share a link to it anything that you can do to help promote the show and raise its profile that would be fantastic we also have a youtube channel which is slightly underused it should be said however i am putting together little trailers for each of the new episodes in this run so if you do want to actually visually see a lot of the stuff that we are talking about on this show then that is a good place to go to you'll be able to find a link to our youtube channel in the podcast description and also if you do have any questions for me the best thing to do is to send me an email the email address is hello at kungfumovieguide.com okay we've got a lot to get through today so let's get going with my conversation with Lorenz Hideyoshi this conversation with Lorenz took place over zoom in September of this year 2023 he was in Budapest and I was here in London. Now, there was a bit of a technical issue when this conversation took place, and the technical issue was that I actually only noticed halfway through the conversation that my microphone wasn't on. So that's a bit awkward, and obviously not really a technical issue. I think we can put that down more to human error, me being an idiot. But um, anyway, it was a fun chat. So instead of calling Lorenz again and redoing the conversation, you are actually about to hear the backup recording, which is taken direct from Zoom. So the quality of this conversation might not be up to the same usual standard that you're used to on the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. But actually in editing this and listening back to it, I don't think it's too bad. So look, 
This hasn't happened before in over 90 episodes that we've been doing this show, so maybe it was just time for something like this to happen. Anyway, Lorenz's latest project is a short film called Daddy Issues. He stars in it as well as co-writing and co-directing with Joseph Lee. It's available now on YouTube. Okay, here we go then. Here is my slightly low-quality chat with the very talented on-screen fighter, stunt performer and filmmaker Lorenz Hideyoshi. I wanted to ask you, Lorenz, because you you act and you direct, you write, you operate the camera, you do action directing, mm-hmm. you do animation. Yeah, it's true. Um, you play the guitar that yeah. I, I saw. Do you have something that you favour more more than the others? Um, so I would call myself a filmmaker, really, mostly. Yeah. A filmmaker and artist. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like to to be in front and behind the camera. Just equally, um, yeah. It's it's just everything about the filmmaking process is really interesting to me. And uh, yeah. and um, when it comes to to talents that I've developed, like like playing guitar and and painting and drawing and all that, um, it's just I was always a very driven kid, I guess, and uh, just tried to to dabble with so many different different artistic fields. And uh, I just from early childhood, I really started to get into all these things, um, and I tried to pursue yeah. them, pursue them equally well at the same time. Um, yeah, it's just just uh, how I am personally, I guess. And uh, it's, so, so, so it wasn't on purpose, really, that I tried to uh, build a career. Really, it was just me following my passion as a young young kid, and uh, you know, doing what I love to do. And uh, eventually, I was I was. Um, lucky enough to to build a career from this i mean it's the dream isn't it because you're combining your creative passions with obviously the martial arts i believe you studied martial arts from from quite a young age is that is that right yeah that's true i i, uh, I trained uh, from when i was nine years old i started um, taekwondo and yeah. I, I did that for about seven years and then i switched uh, to to shaolin kung fu for and i did yeah. that for about five years yeah back in germany with your brother felix Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, we we yeah. we started at the same time. We we followed the same same passions really, and then we also um, started making films all the way back in two thousand two, I believe. Yes, yeah. uh, when we decided we we wanted to um, get a camera and and try some some independent action filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a long time ago, yeah. There's so much talent in the martial arts movie scene that has come out of Germany. Yeah, you know yourself and your brother, but also you know Max Swan and um, Andy true. Long and uh, yes. Dan as well. Yeah, it's um, true. You know, it's an amazing scene, and you know, and I love that all you guys have always been jumping into each other's projects as well uh, over the years. That's that's really cool. It seems like it's quite a supportive little sort of group of people you've you've got there is is that is that right yeah absolutely it's just uh, amazing how many people uh are around that you can collaborate with in in germany it's like very surprising yeah. honestly i have no idea how this this came about that that uh, now we have so many german people working in this in this industry it's a uh, it's quite amazing yeah it's yeah interesting oh. 
Okay, if we were to bring it up to speed with uh, Daddy Issues, which I know is a, a short film that you've just released. I believe you, you only had a couple of days to sort of turn that one around. Is that right? Yeah, it's true. It, uh, we, we shot just for two days. It was one of those uh, spontaneous projects, which I personally really like to do. I, I got to go to L.A., and um, in my spare time, I, I, I just met up with uh, Team Red Pro, and I, I brought the idea forward that I wanted to shoot something small, you know, and uh, they were really eager and excited to do that. And uh, so so we did that. We, we planned something for two days, two afternoons, and, uh, and we shot that in, in just two days. And, and that then, was with Jay, Jay Kwan and uh, Terrell. Terrell, yes, and then Joseph Lee. These guys are stunt people as well, martial artists. You know, they're trained. Yes. They can very quickly just turn just turn it around, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Multi-talents yeah. themselves. We we shot that all the way back in uh, uh, May, May last year. Wow. So it, it only just came out. Um, so that's uh, over a year ago. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy because because the post production took took forever. I, I really mm. wanted to have the fight to be a bit longer actually. So then I decided I make I'll, I'll make this this whole animated sequence and challenge myself. And I worked on that for so many months. And it, yeah. it was I almost gave up midway honestly, but it was really a rewarding experience in the end. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad it's finally out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. That end sequence is that's Thank quite you. a long bit of uh, anime. Is that sort of the longest yeah. that you've done? For, uh, oh yeah, of, of for anime? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've tried some some animating um, before, like hand drawn animation, mm. which is even more challenging. Mm. But uh, um, I've I've been practicing three uh, D stuff for many years, so so this time I really wanted to try and and see if I can create an anime sequence in three D. And make it look 2D. Um, yeah. I knew I knew I could do it. I, I, I was practicing like uh, small smaller things, and uh, and I thought, okay, this project is perfect to is a perfect opportunity for me to challenge myself and try this. And mm. then I saw so I, so I went uh, f- full out and then did just that. I've got to talk about the choreography as well because um, right. you mentioned Snake and Eagle Shadow in in there for a bit, and there is a yeah. lot of throwbacks to the old style kung fu um, movies. So yeah, for sure. Is that something that you still look to? Do you do you still um, feel inspired? You know, when you see those that type of kung fu movies. Absolutely. I, I mean, honestly, yeah. I I don't really even watch newer things that much. Yeah. I, I I still go back to the old classics and watch the seventies and eighties Hong Kong action films, mm-hmm. and that's that's the biggest inspiration for me always. And uh, trying to emulate that that style and and the aesthetics and and all that. And and uh, yeah, the little. Uh, homage to Snake in the Eagle's Shadow there. I just threw that in. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, because uh, Jay and Terrell ended up uh, doing Snake and uh, Eagle yeah, combo, yeah. you know. So <laughs> it was very yeah, it's great. thing I thought. Yeah. You've made quite a few short films as well in the past. I just wondered how does this compare to, you know, some of the other things you've made? Is Was this more challenging or quite easy? Mm, it wasn't. No, it wasn't easy. Definitely not. I mean... But there was a lot of experience in coming, coming together. I think, and I would honestly say I, I, I'm quite proud of this this one. Actually, Daddy Issues. I like I like it quite a bit. Oh, teacher. I was wondering how that must contrast with some of the bigger films that you've done, um, because because. Um, 
you must see a lot when you're on a on a really you know a huge movie set whether it's yeah. matrix resurrections whether it's dune charlie's angels whatever like do you see action in those <laughs> films being quite um conflicted in a way definitely you you, you can you can see both um nowadays i think they, they, they make amazing imagery right these big hollywood dps absolutely but then sometimes it's just interesting how how they struggle with with shooting action efficiently or they have their own ways of, of doing it and it's not it's not wrong but um i mean it's just different you know mm. and, um, it was definitely like that on on dune um it was shot in a very very i, I mean it was shot in a fitting way that that would um, uh, that uh, that helped realize the vision of the the, the and tone of the movie but i mean um uh, among the, the action team, we, we would we would uh, tell each other, okay, we, we would have shot this differently. And we were a bit disappointed sometimes um, in seeing how they did certain things. But you know, it's their movie, it's their vision. And then and uh, on Dune one, it was um, definitely there was no input from the from the action department um, on how to shoot it. But interesting on Dune two, there was they were a little more open in collaborating with the with the stunt mm. department and 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 uh, actually uh, taking some advice from. Our team. We actually yeah. also got to got to previous a little bit, and uh, they they did look at the previouses and got inspiration on how to shoot certain things. So that was great. So that was a good good step in the, in the right direction. Great. I believe you doubled Timothy Chalamet in the first yep. Dune. Are you doubling him again in the sequel? Yep. Yeah, yep. I did. I did both movies. Yes, Dune one and yeah. two. Fortunate to do that. And shout out to uh, Roger Yuan and, and Vidan Tran at this this yeah. point for uh, for trusting me. Uh, uh, and bringing me on on uh, onto both movies, uh, yeah, it was a great time. Well, how do you find being a stunt double in a in a movie like that? Because I get, I'm guessing that probably I know there's probably insurance reasons, but all actors always say, "Well, I did my own action, or I tr I trained for six months for this role." And is it a case of like he would say, "Oh, I'm going to do this one," or "I'm going to sit this one out"? Or how does it how does that work? First of all, it was a, an amazing experience to do that. Uh, that job doubling the lead um there was unforgettable time for me i mean it, it really depends on the actor i would say like some actors mm -hmm. have have a background in martial arts some some don't we we try to train the actors to to get to a certain level but we have a you know set time frame to do that i mean in the end the the the, the final product is is really the the most important thing in in the eyes of the director mm -hmm. of the filmmakers um i mean there's definitely insurance reasons and also physical ability and yeah and it's just a just a balance and finding finding the right um d making the right choices in in who does what at at, at, at uh, any given time june 2 doesn't come out till next year so we're a bit of a way off uh, uh yeah unfortunately got delayed the release delayed. but um i mean i cannot wait to see yeah. june 2 same i mean i love <laughs> the movie yeah yeah but a good shoots enjoyable shoots Absolutely, it's just like yeah. I said. It was up, it was totally mind blowing experience for me, especially the yeah. first one because at that point I had not done anything comparable. Um, just yeah. smaller things. I mean, I, I I was on some big movies before, like Six Underground. Yeah. Um, uh, but but Dune was just on another level. And uh, mm -hmm. when I heard when I got the call, I was like, holy shit! I can't believe this because uh, I also knew Dune before. I, I grew up um, watching the old movie and then yeah. being inspired by the artwork and stuff. And uh, to just get that call and, you know, you, you're doubling the lead. And, pff, that was mind-blowing. Yeah. And then Incredible. it was just, just such an unforgettable experience. Uh, 
Never forget that. Yep. And working with your friend, Vidan Tran. Absolutely. Well. Yeah, there, there was an added, added bonus, bonus for sure. Not bad. Not bad. I know you worked on uh, John Wick Chapter 4 as well as a stunt. stunt yeah, before. that's that's not really worth mentioning, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was there for, I, I don't know, not, not even a week, I think. And I really ended up doing nothing, really. I was just... Really? Uh, it's, it's actually kind of funny because I was introduced as a as a thug in the Paris street sequence. Yeah. You can actually see me sitting at a table uh, with uh, with one of the Japanese stunt guys. Yeah, uh, you just see the back of my head, and then uh, Keanu walks in, and uh, he he takes on all these thugs, and there's the big big car action scene. And for some reason, they for- forgot to kill me off. You know, <laughs> so all the other stunt guys they died, and I did not. And uh, <laughs> I just disappear. Okay. It's kind of funny. So I didn't even do any any stunt work on John right. Wick 4. It's a pretty easy job then by the, by the yeah. sounds of things. Keanu, you would have worked with on Matrix as well, Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, yeah, I got to work with him previously on Matrix 4. Yeah. yeah. So, I, so I got to see him again on, on John Wick 4. Yeah, you were doubling Jonathan Groff for, yep. for that. Yeah. And there yes. is a fight scene with Keanu, isn't there, in, in yeah, that that's film? A, that's a yeah, that's a pretty big fight scene in the bathroom. That's the one. Yep. It's uh, interesting because on that fight, Jonathan ended up doing pretty much all the fighting. Like he did all the fighting himself. And uh, it was just for a, a few um, like more risky uh, things where he could get hurt that I stepped mm-hmm. in to do, do doubling. And uh, later, um, my friend uh, Lee Huang also doubled him for a little bit at the end because I got yeah. got injured. I got injured on Matrix 4 and had to leave oh, the project, no. unfortunately. Yep, I broke my my right fibula actually. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> that was quite nasty. Yeah. How did you do that? Uh, I mean, it was. I don't want to talk too much about it, but it was. Yeah. Uh, it was during rehearsals, and it was a okay. kind of kind of unnecessary thing to happen. Uh, I was. Uh, yeah. Didn't didn't uh, didn't go well, honestly. The whole that whole thing. Oh no! But yeah, it is what it is. Stunt, stunt work is dangerous. Always. Um, this is what get, I was going to say. It's it, you know you've got to be fearless, really, in a way. But yeah. I know it's all sort of planned out, and you work with good uh, coordinators, and it's safety, safety first. You safety know. first, absolutely yes. That's but you, you, it's still a person doing the stuff, you know, and it and and accidents yeah, yeah. can can happen, can't they? Yeah, for sure. That's uh, always part of the job. I mean, you can get get hurt, and you can even die. Because yeah. people have have died, and it's it's extremely unfortunate when it happens. What did you make of the Matrix for when you saw <laughs> it? I mean, I mean, we can be honest. I guess I mean, I really didn't like it. Yeah, there. Sorry, I just, I just. I don't uh, think I don't think you're I the only person who has yeah, that opinion. I mean, many people don't like it. It's just it was unnecessary, and it was just not something that should have been made. I I think, in my opinion, yeah, it was just. A, I, I believe it was a studio decision. You know cashing in more money and then you know making another another film uh, just because they can uh yeah. but just uh it's just not a good idea honestly it's just, if you finish a story then just leave it as it is and then don't don't ruin it with a with another sequel that doesn't add anything and even takes yeah. away takes away from the from the franchise i believe i, I just basically don't count the fourth fourth matrix Mm. <laughs> For me, it's just a trilogy. 
All right. Let me try some of your kung fu. You were in plan B as well, which I guess was sort of a really big calling card, not just for, you know, real deal, this, this, the stunt team, but just for German action cinema as well. Your involvement in that film, I know you played a, you played a baddie uh, in that movie. Yeah, well, there was, there was uh, actually one of my first bigger opportunities uh, to to be part of a of a bigger feature film. Yeah, um, I had just moved to Berlin back in 2013, and I think we shot that in 2014. I I, yeah. I got the call. I was there in Berlin. Uh, uh, circumstances were right, and they they brought me on, and I was uh, really grateful to to do that. I'm uh, very excited. I remember giving my all in in, in choreographing this with with Fong and. Um, from real deal and uh, it was a super intense one day shoot just for that fight wow that was done yeah, in a day we did that in one day actually not even a full day we started after lunch and then we just uh pushed through like crazy i was i was having energy drinks nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah one of the most intense shooting days uh, definitely for me uh, yeah it was just yeah. 10 years ago now yeah it's like the lost um Three Dragons movie, isn't it? You could imagine yeah, Samo and Yenu and Jackie Chan being, being in that movie. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it, it was a, honestly a dream project for for independent martial artists like yeah. like, like us um, to to be able to have creative reign over the action and, and uh, control it hundred percent, and yeah. you know to get get the funding to do that. There was a unique opportunity for us, and and it. I mean, we were so lucky that the film got picked up by by twentieth uh, century Fox later. There was yeah. a, amazing news. I mean, I didn't expect it at all, but um, it it still didn't do too well. I have to say, um, it's just a niche market still. Like German martial arts, no one really cares that much. Yeah. Even even though among among um, action filmmakers, independent in the independent scene, I think it's um, people like it quite a bit. Um, mm. I mean, I, I like. I'm I'm quite happy with what uh, what they've made. It's a quite entertaining, yeah. entertaining film, I, I believe. There's a recent news actually that Plan B is is going to be remade in the US, in the states. So yeah, that's actually quite unbelievable news. That's amazing if that's that's gonna gonna happen for real. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone is involved, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's some huge news. That's big news. I mean, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Will you get to reprise your uh, your role? Idea, I, mean, I wonder. Yeah. I really don't know, but uh, I mean. That would be amazing. It's it's uh, it's up in the stars, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to fight with your brother as well in uh, Luc Van Tien, which yeah. is uh, Andy Long's movie. Another amazing project to be part of. It was uh, yeah. two unforgettable months in, in Vietnam um, shooting that with a team, with with such an amazing team. Like There's also Andy Lee and Brian Lee, the, the Lee brothers yeah. from the Marshall Club involved. And uh, yeah, it was just intense and, and super awesome time to to do this. Just just a really similar thing. We, we had full control over the action and uh it was pure teamwork it can't get the results are amazing what was it like working Thank with you. your brother was that the first time you'd done a, a a movie together yeah well a big production yeah that's that's pretty much the first one we we got to work on together but i mean of course pre in previous years we did our independent shorts for many years and uh yeah yeah, you get to have this two-on-one fight at the end with uh, with Andy. It's just the yeah. the fight scenes in that film are just sensational. I mean, you couldn't get a better Jackie Chan style throwback, isn't it? It's thank really you, thank you. quite quite sensational. Thank yeah. you. Yes, I I only wish we we could have had more time. 
I think mm. for me, it's always it always comes down to time. I, for some reason, we never have enough time to shoot something properly. Yeah. I mean, if you compare it to a Jackie Chan movie, he he shoots uh, some scenes for months. I mean, Drunken yeah. Master Two, he shot it for several months. It's such a luxury to have. And imagine if if we had just you know just even another extra day, we could have yeah. ref refined things. Yeah, but this is the amazing thing, the quality that you do get, even though you do have such a short period of time, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's still amazing what you guys can achieve. It's interesting because for me personally, also time pressure is very, it, it helps me to get into a zone, a creative zone, and um, uh, it, it uh, really brings out the best, I believe, mm. because uh, it's just that you have a set time frame, you know what to do, and you, you have to just, just uh, get into gears and just go for it 100 percent you really should be ashamed you call that a punch if you want to get into the stunt business i mean it really doesn't hurt to learn both performing in front of the camera and also learning some some camera uh, stuff you know how to operate cam camera how to do action design how, how to find the best angles to to showcase action yeah, just get a camera, start start filming. Yeah, I mean, now, nowadays it's so easy. You know, we didn't have yeah. this lux luxury back then, not at all. And uh, nowadays you can you, you have no excuses really. You have a smartphone, you can shoot or whatever. I mean, people yeah. do it. People do it already, right? There's so much content nowadays. People, like, yeah. everybody shoots something. Really, it's, yeah, uh, it's all yeah, fun. and look where it can take you as well. I mean, look at the Marshall Club boys. You know, they were up at the Oscars this year. So yeah. you know, great example. Not, not too yeah. bad, hey. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, what's what does the future hold? Then, are you are you sort of auditioning and for sort of bigger acting roles, or are you you know are you looking to sort of progress in in the directing world, or what's what do you think? <laughs> That's a tricky tricky question for me to answer, and I, I really I wish I had a clearer answer. But um, I've always been someone who goes with the flow. Mostly, I have uh, I have passions that I follow and. And opportunities come from from that from following those passions mm. so i'm always i've always been grateful for for that that i can do this because um you know just just doing what you love to do and then people people give you work that's that's really ideal i think as far as the future uh i, I mean i guess I, I just keep keep doing what i do um even though i'm, I'm getting really rusty and uh, my body is yeah, I, I can feel it with every project. It's so tough to to still perform. Really, but, um, as long as it's possible, I, I will. Yeah, you've just got to keep training as well, haven't you? Yeah, I should. I should definitely train more. I, <laughs> I'm too. I'm just too lazy. Honestly, I could could be doing so much more, and I should be, you know, nearing forty. Well, uh, look, I mean, we've got um, the Expendables four out at the moment. And these guys are still out there. They're still right. kicking ass and still doing yeah. it. Like, you know, yeah. age. It's just a number, right? They say and yeah, you can yeah, yeah. always adjust your performance. It's uh, it's also interesting to watch a 60-year-old person do some fight fight yeah. um, performing, you know, <laughs> that yeah. has, its, has its own charm, I guess. Exactly. So it's never, never um, too late. It's got to keep uh, training so you don't uh, don't get hurt. Well, Lorenz, whatever you whatever path you take, I'll certainly be uh, watching. I love uh, the way you move and you know you're the the things that you've made as well. So yeah, just keep kicking ass, keep uh, keep going with it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Stop it! Leave me now. What do you want? I want one of your men. Lorenz Hideyoshi there. 
Thank you, Lorenz. Really great to chat to Lorenz. And I do hope that the quality of that recording was okay, listeners. It's less than ideal, I know, and it won't happen again. A momentary lapse in concentration. Let's just put it down to that. Anyway, get all the latest Lorenz Hideyoshi news and information by following him on Instagram. His name there is at Lorenz Hideyoshi. You can also check out his YouTube channels. He has his own, which is under his full name, which is Lorenz Hideyoshi Ru, which is R-U-W-W-E. And also he has a channel for his work as part of Young Masters. Links to all of those things will be in the podcast description, plus a link to his new short film, Daddy Issues. Well worth a look if you've got a spare four minutes and 53 seconds. Also worth mentioning too is the Amazon Studios remake of Plan B that we talked about there. That was announced in Deadline back in July 2022. The original star can aid in, will serve as an exec producer, and yes, Sylvester Stallone is one of the producers. Plan B was such a great fun movie and we are very excited to hear news of that Hollywood remake. We'll be sure to update you as that project develops. Link to more details in the podcast description. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And as Lorenz mentioned there, he has worked on both of the Dune movies alongside my second guest on today's show, who is Vidan Tran. And there's actually a cool little clip of both Lorenz and Vidan sparring while they're working on Dune. It's about 15 seconds long, but it really demonstrates just how great these guys are at fight choreography and their movements. Very slick. I'll be sure to put a link to that in the description. Vidan is down as utility stunts on Dune 1. He's co-fight coordinator for the sequel, which I cannot wait to see. Dune Part 2 will be released on the 15th of March 2024, so there's still a little bit of a wait on that. There is a teaser trailer out there if you haven't seen that already. There's quite a bit of Dune chat on this, and I don't think we spoil anything, but anyway, if you haven't seen Denis Villeneuve's incredible Dune movie from 2021, then I do think that is something you probably should rectify. Vidan is a Jackie Chan stunt team member. His credits include Into the Badlands, Shang-Chi, Halo, and his latest project is Knights of the Zodiac. It's a live-action martial arts fantasy based on the Japanese manga Saint Seiya. Vidan worked as action designer on that movie, working closely with Andy Cheng. And actually, Andy's name does come up quite a bit during this conversation. Knights of the Zodiac is out now on digital platforms. 
So this recording was actually done a long time ago. It was recorded way back in August 2022. So gosh, that's over a year ago. Uh, now, regular listeners will know that sometimes these conversations do take a little while to surface on this podcast, but I think even by my standards, this is probably a new record. And I messaged Vidan recently just to say that I was going to put this conversation out, and he replied saying that he'd actually forgotten all about actually doing the interview in the first place. So there we are. Thank you anyway for your patience, Vidan. And one final little note, there is a little bit of swearing on this one. If that does bother you or maybe have young children running about and listening in, then you have been warned about that. Okay, without any further delay, I think it's time that we sit back, relax and enjoy my conversation with the multi-talented action filmmaker Vidan Tran. Can you say what what you're working on? Is that is that okay? Uh, mm. let me think. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, but okay. Probably. Funny enough, I, because you know you are aware in the movie, right? We're working. I or? so I've deduced because on your Instagram you said you were in Budapest working on a sequel, and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, I could probably I could probably guess. I can probably deduce what the film is. Um, does that get you out of trouble if I just guess? Because I could be wrong. Yeah, no, you can guessing. Uh, I'm yeah. just excited. Is it, to, uh, to... Is it June 2, by yeah, any chance? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, was, was that too obvious? Oh, yeah, they... no, I didn't. No, 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 not at all. Well, the only reason I know that, well, I was I was thinking back because um, I was speaking to, so I've got a buddy uh, who's working on Old Guard 2 at the ah, moment. Okay, so I was okay. thinking, well, it's not going to be that because he's in Rome at the moment. So um, so the other big sequel I was thinking is, well, is probably is June. So, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, so that's probably just because I had a bit of insider information. But um, just on June, I mean, first of all, yeah. What an amazing project to have been a part of. I mean, you must have been over the moon when you saw Dune for the first time. I mean, it's something special, isn't it, to to have been a part of that? Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. We spent like over, how long was it, like eight, eight months, I think, eight months, uh, wow. from the uh, pre-production, oh, not pre-production, for, for the preps, uh, to um, for the shooting, and then in the end, of course, uh yeah. Nearly to name to wrap the the movie, and uh, I was super excited because, um, of course, Danny, uh, the director, he he's amazing, and yeah. uh, I'm I'm incredible. already yeah incredible director, and uh, I loved his movies uh, before already like Blade Runner, Sicario, like all the movies are amazing, yeah, or Arrivals, yeah. so great too, and uh, I was just uh, super pumped and excited to see it, and of course to see it later, uh, I just wondering where I were. I think I was in um, I was in Budapest. Was yeah. I? I think I mean later when it came out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was in Budapest. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I yeah. was in Budapest last year while we are shooting uh, Night of Zodiac Sensei. Yeah. So I went with the team yeah. to watch it. Um, uh, no, it was an amazing experience. Your involvement in in June was pretty intensive then, because you were obviously dealing with the prep and the previous side as well as you know working you know in in the production i mean what was your overall role then on on june because it, mm. it sounds like you were really you know you were really involved uh, yeah uh it's it's quite a different question actually because um yeah. 
So no, I mean like normally it's very clear. So it's always many yeah. guys have a job. Uh, it's very pretty much a uh, very precise and very um, yeah, clear what I'm what I'm doing. But this time it was a little bit uh, not difficult, but it was a little bit different. So uh, Roger Yuan, he's the fight coordinator yeah, of fight this coordinator. Movie. Yes, legend. Yeah, I mean I I worked with him on Skyfall already. So that's yeah, just the time yeah. when I I know him, I knew him, and. Uh, uh, we are quite uh, close uh, since then, and then uh, um, he was asking uh, if if I would uh, be interested to help him out to do some performings, to do some fights, uh, because uh, he, because he knows or he was aware that I do a lot of sword fights, like uh, that was yes. that's one of my thing, especially in that time I was posting after Badlands uh, a lot of uh, new. Uh, choreos previous and uh, by myself with my team yeah uh, just to have fun just to do some homework and then he was a little bit inspired and he asked me hey you want to join me uh, he had he has potentially a upcoming movie where uh, it will be at the fight coordinator and i was like uh yeah i'm interested but uh, first of all i just want to say uh, i have to tell you since 2017 16 i stopped doing stunt performing because mm. uh, Andy Cheng, uh, who is my big brother, also from Jackie Chen's stunt team, uh, we had like a big philosophy and big talk, and he saw with the potential in, uh, in me more as a filmmaker or in general that I'm very talented to do camera work and etc. So I, I was like struggling in that moment to 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 go maybe a new path because in in general mm. I still love performing. I still very fit and I'm training and I'm a martial artist. But uh, for for one point in my life, I, f I felt like there's a bigger picture, not as a performer, yeah. but in general for myself to have more responsibility because um, my passion, my fully passion, and what I really love to do is actually designing camera work, choreos, mm. and then helping other people to bring better um, action cinema on screen. That's actually yeah. my, my, my proper passion. Or my proper goal yeah. and stunt the work of a stunt performer is i mean by its very nature i mean you do get older people doing it but mm -hmm. it is um you know the body can only take so much <laughs> yeah for sure it? for sure i yeah. mean but i know i know so so many stunt performers they are already over 40 or even 50 yeah and, and, and even roger he's super fit he still can perform but yeah. i think it's just a mindset for me in the very beginning i felt like I have fun, but um, I uh, personally enjoy more the camera, like yeah, to create yeah. something. That's that's just me. And I see other people, they're really dying for to be in front of camera. They really want to be on camera or in general to live. You can see in their face, they're like super happy, the enjoyment. Yeah. And then afterwards, wow, I'm so, I mean, in good way to say, to tell, to say and to admit they are very proud of their product when they are on screen. When for yeah. me, for example, when I'm on screen, of course I say, okay, I, I get excited. Oh, it's to see myself. Oh, okay, that was a good take, and see the energy. That's good. But in the end of the day, I always judging the camera first. I'm always nice. like seeing, okay, what happened with the camera here? Is it you know the old process? So then, all again, like long story short, for me, I noticed. Ah, I think I wanted to be. I get more excited when I catch someone else in the camera. And I'm mm. doing the operating or get, catching the feeling, telling the stories, and so on. 
When Roger called me to get the job as a performer, as a double, as like uh, doing choreo work, uh, etc., I said uh, in, in the first beginning, uh, I sorry, but I cannot do this. I mean, I I really admire and I really appreciate the the request, but for me, I don't want to do stunts. So that's mm. that, that was my mindset. But then he said, "No, oh, okay, wait a second. Okay, in this case, he is actually looking for like assistant or someone he can do also previous a choreo because that's that's a catch. Some people like they there's not that much people that want to be in the back uh, behind the camera. There mm. are a lot of fight coordinators, yes, but or choreographer or whatever. But mostly, like I would say, seventy percent they wish to be also on screen." Because yeah. that's the original idea why they became. And then all of a sudden, no, oh, I cannot. Okay, at least I'm in the industry. Okay, I'm a fight choreographer. Or I'm a coordinator. Or something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the, the heart, the proper heart where's, where what they actually want is performing or to be on screen. But for me, yeah. it's opposite. And then uh, we had like two weeks um, preps in uh, Czech. Uh, and then from there, we started to develop a little bit. Because Danny, he wants to have... Um, he liked it to have fast motion. I mean, he's, he, for him, for example, he said he's not, he, he isn't a martial artist. So he doesn't right. know anything about it. But the only thing what he likes, or what he knows, is what he likes to see, visuals. Yeah. And for, for him, it was always like f- fast speed. He doesn't like too slow yeah. and like too, too slow beats and breakaway, like a WWF, something like that. He likes more, yeah. like not Hong Kong style, but more faster and like, kind of almost real so long story short so Roger called me as assistant I would say fight coordinator or assistant uh, fight choreographer because he was the proper coordinator and uh, and I was jumping uh, uh, here and there because uh, I was doing mostly choreography with him so with him together and with team I uh, helped uh, to choreograph all fight scenes so we developed together the um the Aitreda style, the Fremen style, the Harkonnen style, and uh, based on Silat, um, F- Philippines uh, martial arts, and so on. And, yeah, um, I was going to say it's got that Kali kind of yes. vibe to it, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, exactly. So it's, yeah. it's uh, inspired by uh, Kali, inspired by Balintavak. That's what yeah. uh, the style we are really... Um, looking into and Vidani must have been so impressed with the actors as well Jason Momoa and uh, Josh Brolin in particular I mean you know these guys do action or, or have done action before but um, you must have been impressed with you know the work they put in as well for, for the choreo yeah 100% I mean like, in yeah. uh, in the process like um, also working with Denny and with Greg uh, the DOP Hi, Greg Fraser. So it, it is. Uh, it was interesting for me because here, yeah, because you mentioned about, and also now talking about previous, we didn't have any previous uh, in right. D one. Really? No, no previous. It's just because uh, he's very specific and uh, then yeah, the director. He's very specific yeah. in what he wants to, and it was better for him to see everything in a white first, and then he would like to catch it how he goes goes by. And nice. I think it's also because based on Blade Runner and all the movies, how yeah. he the stunts. It, but because I I totally understand because normally when you go as a stunts in the stunt department, they're providing for previous. Mostly they're shooting on a 60 mil 
20 mil or as fast as I can or fish eye is better and then go close and you see all the crazy fancy camera movements yeah you know like uh, because they the most of the stunts the community they see it as a stunts and then they want to yes. shoot it as a stunts because that's the action you've always been an advocate for the previs though haven't you you know get all the prep done so you're essentially when you're there on the location you can just very quickly check the previs you know and then drop in the shots i guess that's probably because you know if you're working on a lower budget or a smaller film you don't you just don't have the time do you i guess but that must have been strange being on dune and just having all that time yeah yeah it, it was uh quite different for me definitely yeah. because uh, so for me it was like uh, my mindset was okay it's weird why we shouldn't because after my other uh project where i have done it was more it is just more convenient if you have a previous but previous is kind of like yeah. a blueprint it's kind of like a storyboard mood board to to see how the action could be especially in all logistics even if it uh, uh, takes setups how many times special effects visual effects everyone can learn from the previous and that helps yeah. everyone but in this case it was like oh okay we don't have we are not allowed to do a previous okay what should we do uh, for me, it was kind of a challenge to see also to create choreography without camera is also very exciting because um, fighting with or working with Jason, for example, or with Josh or with Timothy, um, we had so much more action and so long. Uh, actually, Jason Momoa's fight is pretty long. That's actually yeah. very long. So what we saw in the movie was uh, quite short. And they cut it down uh, uh, massive, but uh, it was yeah. in uh, for me to be honest. I feel it's a good choice because Dune wasn't and shouldn't be um, or wasn't planned to be an um, action movie. That was also yeah. Danny what he always. There's a uh, lot of action expression. in it though. Yeah, yeah there's uh, a lot of action. Yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, um, compared to um, commercial martial arts or action movies like yeah. old Marvel, yeah, yeah. right? So that's that's what he was always um, uh, telling us in the beginning. He doesn't want to do a martial arts or uh, action movie. It's about sci-fi. Yeah. It's about the setup. So it's the, so that means the action is only to serve the story mostly, yeah. but as much as it's needed only, and then it, it go it goes it go on. Do Do you get frustrated though sometimes, Vidam, when you see the finished product, so then you know how much you know blood, Tension, sweat, yeah. and tears went into <laughs> doing you know yeah the the choreo or designing action, and then you know, you watch the finished film and it's literally a few seconds yeah. on the screen or the or entire sections are just, you know, cut out completely. I mean, yeah. do, um, I mean, I guess, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, it, I'm, I'm actually a very easygoing guy. I feel like if it's too short or if they cut down, I don't mind. If it's, again, if it serves yeah. for the story, it's for, totally fine because yeah. that's also one rule, never marry to the choreo. Never marry too much to you what your work. There's only what you providing, what you contribute to the movie, and uh, the best what you can do is the best serving because we are servers only. We do only a service. Yes. It's not our movie, right? What I really feel like, ah, okay, a little bit sad about is only or disappointed. It's just about sometimes you know you see action is always cut cut down. Like, I don't mind if it's shorter. I don't mind, but if the cut points are not on the right spot. Or mm. the pacing or the rhythm is destroyed just because they never had the communication or conversation mm. about it. Then I feel, ah, oh, the camera is like 
they didn't catch it because sometimes I see in the edit what happened. I, I like in the full ending product of any action movies, I can see okay, that's uh, uh, potentially an editor who does he had uh, um, A cam and B cam and C material for camera, and then he does know he he didn't know or he doesn't know how to to choose, so he used all of them. So then, yeah. then all of a sudden you see, okay, one action, four cuts. So yeah. like, let's say a big stunt, okay, four four cuts in between, because you have those three, five um, uh, cameras, and then the editor he has no connection and no uh, bonding to anything like in the process. So he's like, okay, no, there's four cameras, I have to use them, and that's wrong. That's wrong. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, goes first. I'll turn you into a goose, you stupid fool. Bringing that up to speed with the stuff you've done for Halo, mm -hmm. um, which is on Paramount Plus now, I mean, how does that experience compare to working on something like Badlands? Are they two very different experiences? Because I've seen, I've seen the previous footage as well now that you've put mm -hmm. on uh, uh, online for Halo, and that's, that's really that's amazing stuff as well. So, yeah, I'm just wondering, what, how did those... How do those two compare? I know, it really funny. I mean, for me, uh, Halo was very stressful. I have to right. be honest, very stressful. It's just because they are, Halo is uh, is a little bit cursed. It's a cursed project. They have mm. uh, been for uh, prepping and sh like everything <laughs> since seven years, and then it's really like that from long. the day one, like prep everything seven years. I, I think it's even longer, but for this specific uh, season or TV show, it was a seven-year yeah. process. Uh, there were so many uh, behind the scenes, like um, backstories, what happened, or, uh, showrunner changed and producer, and yeah, yeah. getting the right well, people Spielberg, together. Was, has Spielberg always been involved for that long, or did Spielberg come in at a bit, no, <laughs> a I, bit later? Uh, I haven't seen. Actually, no. I I I actually didn't know uh, about Steve Spiel. I I heard of it that he was kind of yeah. involved, but I never uh, experienced or never seen him. Fine, seen him. Fine, or there, fine. there was there wasn't actually a communication while we were uh, shooting. But then later yeah. was of course obviously uh, COVID happened, and then we yeah. they spent like two years in full production, so everything uh, was quite long, and the, I came late in. I came late in because uh, Jonathan Liebesman, who was the director, he brought me into the show, yeah. uh, who was also working with Al uh, and Miles uh, from uh, Badlands, the showrunner and producer. So that's the connection. And I get recommended by the, the producer and then Liebesman, Jonathan Liebesman, okay, get me the boy. I want to work with him. Uh, so when I joined them, uh, I saw everything already, not fall, fell apart, but it was like very messy. So I try yeah. to clean up as much as I can, like talking to the visual effects department, talking to the props, because props was not uh, quite there yet. The costume is very heavy, really, really heavy. I think 20 kilos or something like that. Oof. And it's, it's or even even more. It's so uncomfortable for the performer. So we have yeah. to deal with all the stuff, even the wires. And uh, But it was a great experience for me is because... Um, Definitely, we did, and I was allowed to do previous, uh, and a lot yeah. of previous, like thousands of changes. But I don't mind because I know it's always like that. A previous shouldn't lock anything. It's always a, a, a blueprint. We explore as much as we can to get the right action for the story or for the scene. And then on a day, or when the director says, "No, I, I want, I, I would like to have more." 
I don't know, more drama in this. Where's the drama? Where's the fun? Where's the yeah. story? And where's that? So, okay, no problem. And Jonathan is like that. And I love to work with Jonathan because Jonathan, he is straightforward. He's not bullish yes. and pushing. He's not, ah, oh, can you? He has a quite proper vision, which I really like. Of course, yeah. it can change next day because as a director, you have so much to do and so much stress as well. So sometimes you get wrong. But if you don't take it, for me personally, as a consulting, not personal, so it's mostly just serving again, like you know, I'm working and helping, then it's, everything yeah. is okay. So uh, in the end, uh, we changed until the shooting, we changed a lot. And then, uh, but then we changed again after the shooting in mocap. In, uh, in, right. in the visual yeah. effects world. And that was yeah. an experience where I never uh, seen uh, or experienced uh, before. Because I had never saw that that is actually uh, possible to do. Because we shot already. But they are, and they, you know, no, don't worry, we do uh, stitches and uh, we do the magic wow. in the post. And then, yeah, then I saw. So that's the reshoots. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. The reshoots, but only in post. And wow. I was like, that's incredible. That, Gosh, that, that's late, yeah. <laughs> late in the day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that's never, yeah. I, I, I could never imagine that that was possible. For example, we had like a, a shot, he's running, he's shooting, whatever, and for the final fight. So that was also the tricky part. They called me uh, in after COVID, and I had to do the final fight uh, uh, of the TV show, the, the episode yeah. nine. And this final fight, uh, was the first action scene what they ever had shot for the whole TV show because of right. so much troubles. And I was like, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. that's so much pressure. So the, everyone's yeah. not dialed in yet as a team. Then a new guy, me, come in to try to help and like solve the problems. And then everyone after COVID are not really quite there yet because oh, especially yeah. with the characters, we have to try to deal everything. And then we shoot the final fight and final ending. Damn, that's fucking hard. But uh, wow. but it was fun, still fun, because I see again like a challenge. What can you do? You could you do only the best what you can. I'm sensing you're a bit of a gamer then, Vidan. I know you've worked Cyberpunk 2077. You did an Assassin's Creed short as well, Halo as well. So are you you're, are you into your video games? Uh, I'm I'm definitely a gamer, yeah. a proper gamer. But I yeah, haven't yeah. I haven't played Halo. I have no. Oh right, I, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a PlayStation guy. <laughs> It's always been a challenge to adopt video games to the big screen. As a gamer yourself and as someone who has made, you know, films, short films based on, on video games, I mean, what what are the main challenges, do you think, with that? Uh, the biggest challenge uh, which comes up, pops up uh, in my head straight away is to uh, be... Um, as precise and accurate as possible for the fans. I mean, yeah. I, uh, especially for Halo, there was, uh, I don't know, uh, to be honest, I haven't seen the show. Uh, oh, really? The, yeah, no, I actually haven't seen it. Because, okay, there were sort of bad reviews, everything. I said, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, but I heard mostly because my friend, uh, who I brought also in, he's a fight, uh, my, uh, my fight coordinator assistant, uh, Kai Fung. He is one of the biggest uh, fan, Halo fan ever. He knows right. uh, he knows the whole universe, everything, and yeah. uh, he's a, also a quite good ex, uh, martial artist. And we had a lot of discussion and uh, conversation about the world, 
And uh, when I yeah. do, for example, even as a fan film or whatever, I do always my study first, my homework, mm -hmm. to try mm -hmm. to learn about the whole universal uh, um, first. Because yeah. for me, that's all, all, definitely, me as a gamer, that's the, the yeah, I mean, the, the first thing what you have to do, you have to understand the whole yeah, uh, concept. And uh, I feel like, yeah, because I heard some fans, they don't like the story, how they went to well, well that's the chat that's the challenge isn't it because i i think either you're gonna you're gonna tackle it from we're just gonna serve the fans or you know a property like halo and a big tv series mm. they're probably thinking well we're launching a whole new streaming platform and this is one of the you know flagship shows that we're launching it with it needs to be more accessible than mm. just it being for the hardcore following and it's it's a tricky it's a tricky balance then because then it's really hard to yeah. yeah please either side you know? yeah 100%. I yeah. mean, but sometimes I hear Mandalorian, for example. It works yes, too. Yes. Yeah. He never, he took yeah. one or two times the helmet off, but with the reason. Yeah. And yeah, But yeah. it works the whole time. And I feel like that's always difficult because, yeah, exactly. When you see a filmmaker perspective, a fan perspective, but the proper bridge is not built, built there yet. Your skill in Kung Fu is renowned. I like to compliment you, Mr. Wong. You're from Germany. There's this whole generation, and you're part of this uh, generation where, you know, it's yourself, it's Andy Long, you know, Max <laughs> Juan as well, yeah. Lorenz, Felix, you know, oh, these guys. Oh, you know are, all the guys. Hey, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Been following these these guys and all, all their little projects that they're, that they're doing. And, you know, it's just uh, an amazing scene in Germany, it seems. You know, all you guys, yeah, you, you know, growing up and training together and, and all that. So, so when you film in Germany, you must love doing that because I guess you can call on all these you know, all these guys to, to sort of rock up and appear in your movies. That's what it seems like anyway. Is that, is that, is that fair to say? Is that what it's like? Yes, it, it is. It's, yeah. We are, everyone, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the names that you, you mentioned just now, they are, we are very close friends. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. In, 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 um, in our community or in, in Germany, there's not that much hatred or hate or jealousy. Yeah. We are so close because I think because we know how hard it is to, to um to grow or to yeah. to step up especially in germany because we don't have any action or no um genre we don't have that that's what i was going to ask you like you know it's it's um well you guys have sort of created that haven't you i guess as a sort of yeah. diy team yeah um yeah <laughs> you know okay yeah, and it, it, it's great but i guess yeah the german film industry i mean, I mean what's it like even I mean, it's probably similar to the UK. Like, we don't make action films here. I mean, I know that, you know, Hollywood and I know f action films are made here, but yeah. like as to British cinema, it's not known for action, action cinema. I guess Germany is similar. Is that same, fair? same, same. I think yeah. even worse, even worse. Yeah. I think. yeah I, mean, I mean, there's no proper community or genre for, for action at all. I mean, for me, it's... Um, I'm still struggling, struggling in general to find the the right answer, and then also the, to see how it, how it goes in the future. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know. Uh, I uh, I studied uh, directing and cinematography. That's my yes. uh, academic, I would say, uh, degree uh, background. That's what I yeah. actually go through. And then stunts was like um, a side job. So that's yeah. what I did, and then obviously I could combine them together, and then became action designing more to have this kind of bridge. But uh, in yeah. Germany, I 
I work only once or twice in Germany as a stunt uh, yeah. for the little TV shows. It was very in the beginning. But since uh, I'm now more overseas, I never worked in Germany anymore. But now it just happened uh, this year, actually, this year, before I went to this production here in Budapest. Uh, I ha I was very happy and uh, had the privilege to work as action director for a G German movie now, uh, for a Netflix movie called The Blood and Gold. And uh, that, for me, this is a, uh, not a title in general, it's just, um, it's a very, I'm very happy about this opportunity. My name got dropped by uh, other producer and director because they are looking for a stunt guy or co cover or whatever who can also operate and is visual strong with the with the story. And then uh, yeah. uh, they called me. We had a, a lot of the conversation. Very hard uh, negotiation about uh, budget and everything. But in the end of the day, we made it. Uh, uh, shorter days, which is also also very funny because. There, there's supposed to be one fight. Before it was like three days, but then they gave me only one day, because Oof. there's also like a lot of drama, pickups, whatever. But in the mm -hmm. end of the day, again, uh, challenge accepting, no excuses. So we shot the whole thing in one day. And mm -hmm. uh, we, about mm -hmm. all, but my my request was, I need the full control and the power and responsibility of the set. I can I I don't want to work in this uh, situation. Like I come in. And I have a camera operator, he knows the best. I know this guy, he knows the best. And I'm just trying to deal with the people. Because yeah. I know, I knew the schedule is tight, money is tight, everything's tight. When you want to have action, please give me the full control. So, and yeah. the director, he said, no, I want to give you everything because he doesn't know how to shoot action. Please yeah. do yeah, everything. Great. Peter Toward, he's one of the amazing German director I ever met in Germany who is very humbled, grounded. He did like um, bang, boom, bang quite culture uh, classic movies in Germany back then yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, he gave me the freedom and he wants to do a commercial movie he wants to do yeah. a franchise he don't he, he like John Wick style in in the second war you know like this kind of uh, genre to have fun fun on screen yeah and that yeah, was yeah, for yeah. me perfect who is fighting for those stuff so, like a genre and then I, we, we we had a very good uh, friend like since then, a good friendship now, and also a good work together. You must have been happy when you saw Max in Mortal Kombat, or if you see, you know, Andy yeah. in, you know, Accident Man, Accident Man Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Max, uh, Andy, and Lawrence, but us, like very, um, why we are all all the same, uh, same, same generation or same mindset is because uh, we we are coming from like guerrilla filmmaking independent. Same with uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Cyberpunk. Uh, this is not uh, this is a non-profit uh, project. Same with Star Wars. Our Darth Maul apprentice with Sean. Yeah, yeah. And those yeah, projects yeah. like uh, it's only about passion, and we want to create something without bullshit. Yeah. We have uh, people telling us, no, you can't do that. You can build, or yeah. it's too expensive. It's just have a good ride with people and friends, and it's yeah. only about um learning, education and developing their st skills. And then for the team, for example, I, I've told everyone who will support, especially Cyberpunk, I will help them uh, to, if they want to learn about lighting, then I give them a whole freedom, uh, all yeah. my, 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 my knowledge. I teach them why we are shooting, why we are prepping, why we are doing whatever. And uh, for me, Cyberpunk is a very important project. It's just because we had like so much fun and 
um, ego-free process and time. It's like a we go on the uh, school trip, and we had 150 right. people who is supporting us. And that was amazing uh, vibe, a vibe and a, a positive energy. And that's Great. the reason that that project is very, very important for me. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's 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 awesome, awesome work. And I know you had a lot of trouble there with that because that was right, that was right in the thick of yeah. COVID as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to know. I mean, you're so fortunate. You all sort of found each other. But I'm guessing it's one of those things where if you're growing up in Germany and you're a big fan, I'm guessing all you guys were just you know big you know kung fu movie fans jackie chan fans or at least a fan of that hong kong style action is that is that fair to say vidan did you yes. you loved watching that growing up that's that style of action yes 100 percent. like yeah. 80s 90s yeah. hong kong jackie all the movies yeah, yeah. we are the experts about like knowledge wise we watched all the movies and that makes yeah. us also like uh, so close because yeah we have the same same but we live in a different uh, city like what yeah quite, different uh, cities far. yeah uh, quite far yeah. away like uh andy like 400 kilometers max now from nuremberg also 600 back then right now everyone moved uh, again but uh yeah. yeah we are not really close by like always five six hours um drive and yeah. uh yeah. but still we have the communication and trying to create something cool together and we are supporting yeah. each other and i think what's also very amazing now because back then when we started to know each other even included me, we wanted to be on the screen. <laughs> so everyone's like, ah, yes. screen. who is yeah, yeah. to play the bad guy? Who's, you know, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that, right? Yeah. And, uh, but now after we beca- became, uh, we become older, we now we're seeing, okay, everyone going a different way. And for, especially for me, I'm more now, even more behind the camera, which is, of course, uh, serves the other guys more. But yeah. I see in the future, and that's why we are now still trying and, and discussing to do something bigger together again. Great. Because now, Great. I, for me, yeah. for example, I want Andy and Lawrence and or even Max, I want them to grow and be in front of camera. And Definitely. it's not about okay, who's the winner, who uh, who's the, uh, the back main character or the back, uh, back character, uh, character. It's not about that. It's just to have, again, creating something. And now with all our support because everyone individual are strong as yeah. uh, as they are now just absolutely. now we learn absolutely. especially yeah. Andy is also doing a lot of Indian um, uh, yeah. uh, action movies you guys are sort of the first generation the YouTube generation yes so before you guys I guess it would have been the you know, say someone like a Scott Adkins would have grown up watching the B-movies or the straight-to-video stuff, and then it seemed like such a, a harder way into the industry there, you know, trying to make connections and send tapes off to producers or whatever. But I guess you guys were sort of self-made, self-taught. You you just grabbed a camera and learnt the skills, put it out on YouTube, and that's how you built your following was yes, it yes yes i mean 100 percent. you can just say it like that i mean there's also a wrong uh term a term to say uh for some people uh, for example the, uh, our star wars stuff more apprentice which uh hits yep. i think over 30 million views or something like that. It's quite a lot incredible, incredible. but uh, people are saying wow okay because of that now you are in dune now you are working on changi or you worked on changi no. and whatever but uh, unfortunately uh, to say it, uh, it uh, it wasn't 
the case. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. had uh, opportunities like uh, meetings. We went to uh, Los Angeles, ICM, UTA. We had like all uh, production to meet. They wanted to learn uh, why we are we were able to do a movie like that without money. And uh, but that 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 was it. That was it. I mean, there wasn't really like okay, here you get a new job, boom. It never no, was no. like this case. In the end of the day, it was like still trying to to grind. Like, hey, hustle and flow. We we have to keep pushing. We have to keep working. And 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 also, it doesn't uh, mean we have to have more views. It was more yes. about, hey, no, we're just doing it. And uh, potentially, the people come to us. And then all of a sudden, hey, I saw this thing, blah blah. blah. What do you think? If whatever. And uh, that yeah. was the case. Yes, exactly. But with YouTube. Yeah. Back then, and now it's changed again because all the viral and um, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. the influencers is different media, now. Right? Yeah, social media yeah, is yeah, just yeah. different now. But it's still, um, for me, I'm I I cannot uh, uh, I, well actually I won't give up to still produce cool shit and uh, short films or whatever yeah. or fan films because in the end of the day, it's more for the community, which I feel yeah. and and, and uh, when, uh, if we can um, inspire other people of young filmmakers with our craft then it's that's the best price I, I, yeah, I would say yeah and you would still recommend that as a route to people looking to I guess build their skills but get noticed and get into the industry is it important to be producing uploading adding stuff to YouTube is it still seen as the place to to, to go to do you, do you think I mean, mm. yeah, it's a uh, yeah, very tricky question because um, that's the thing that don't do it. Uh, that's what I would say. Don't do it just to to have the agenda or the the the, the goal to get seen. Yeah, that's. I think that's the wrong term. Like you should do it because you want to learn. You have to do it, and also your your craft. Of course, it has to go out. Why? Because the people have to see it. And then to, yeah. they have to judge it. They have to give you feedback. And if something uh, beca become uh, vi viral, then yeah. you know you did something good or uh, you did something yeah. right in the right way. That's what you need, definitely. Like even um, yeah. like viral means also sometimes more than ten thousand views, not like yeah. millions. It's just really like ten thousand, twenty thousand. And then from there on, you have to to build up or you have to go more. Like what, with one video, it's not enough. You have to do at least 10, 15, whatever. You have to keep uh, maintaining and crafting and le learning. That's what I would say. And then, yes, uh, potentially, someone will come and will see or you will have some discussion. And uh, it's not about a producer come to you, oh, yeah, take 10 million, do a, do a movie. It could be, yes, but it's not the case. And you shouldn't expect that. What you should yeah. expect is, hey, I saw your craft. Let's have a talk. What about this yeah. and that? And then potentially, hey, can you surf? I, I'm I'm really using this term now. You, uh, would you could you see to surf for my production or for my movie to do this and that? And then mm -hmm. of course negotiation. How much money? Ah, uh, we have only this. It's just a low budget. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Do it because you have yeah. to have build up a, a, a circle or a community, a network. That's what yeah. I would say. That's the the, the proper bridge. And it takes yeah. time. And, and do you notice this as well, Vidam, working in the industry, that sometimes 
you know, the ca- casting can be done or people are treated more favorably if they've actually got a lot of followers on social media yeah <laughs> do you know do you know what i mean uh, like sometimes you think is this person the best person for the role or is this just um because um, they've got several million mm-hmm. followers <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, that's the other uh, side yeah. of the argument isn't yeah. it like you know so, no, for me I, I i actually are not supporting this like social media no. in general I, I i stuck for a while too like especially because yeah. I I I'm also in the generation where uh, YouTube or Instagram whatever wasn't like that. But what's uh, how it is yeah. today, right? It was yeah, yeah. In the beginning, you you couldn't even earn money with YouTube. That 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 area. I started with this area, and it yeah. was so easy to get more views and um, um, to spread your videos. But um, now I think it's toxic. It's really toxic, and mm. you have to be like, as a filmmaker. You have to be careful. I that's also why I'm talking about the stunts and doing the the camera shooting, uh, how mm. they edit the style, how they're shooting, because they see other people doing this and get inspired, and then they think that's the right way. But for me, mm. for example, I'm seeing it more as a filmmaker. First of all, I study Greg Fraser. I study Danny. I, I study other people first the director what's in his other movies how he shot action what he w- really wants to to yeah. to see then i i uh, i will um apply the style of shooting to the previous so let's say yeah. there's no camera okay he doesn't like uh, less than 21 mil um then i shoot uh, uh, only 35 50 mil then he's he's shooting mostly uh, traditional uh, coverage that means for me, okay, I use only dolly, or use only jib arm, or I go only for wider shots, and yeah. so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I think that's the biggest issue. Uh, different, definitely. What also people as filmmaker has to be aware. It's not all about action, action. You always have to do your homework and your studies first. Now listen, Shaolin is closed. All of you will leave immediately. <laughs> I want to talk about Jackie Chan. We have to talk about Jackie Chan. I mean, uh, gosh. So Jackie Chan, stunt team member from 2016. Do you remember the first time you met Jackie? What was the situation? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was amazing. I thought it was incredible. Um, it was, yeah. yeah. I, I Your can idol? Remember. Uh, definitely. My idol, first yeah. idol. I don't know first idol, to be honest. My first idol is actually Jet Li. Because I oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's just because uh, I was also doing wushu and then I saw Japanese yes, movie yes. and it was like yeah it's amazing uh, martial artist performer yeah um, uh, no but uh, of course Jackie is also top number two at least no and yeah. um, when I saw him at the foreigner in London it's the very first time uh, I was speechless I I mean it was yeah. crazy I saw him just in front of me and I saw. Um, that that person who changed everyone's life, even including my, yeah. myself, and uh, I saw all the movies what he da- have done in my head, like a flashback, by yeah. a scene. And then he came over and just tapped me on my shoulder. Oh, welcome, welcome! And then he went, <laughs> and for me it was like that was the biggest moment ever. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. But hey, uh, Jackie, I have to say also to admit. Um, Andy and Max, for example, they have a proper, yeah. proper bonding with Jackie. How they became the stunt as stunt members, it was incredible. For me, it was like they're a little bit um, easier run, right? Yeah. Me. Well, Max said because when Max was on this podcast, he told this story about handing tapes to 
Jaden Smith at the premiere of yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah. Were you there for that? No, no, no. I wasn't was this there. Right? No, no, no. no, no, no. That, okay. That okay. That's their story. Yes. No. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Exactly. And then they, uh, yeah, managed to get get word, and then went went through to Jackie. So, but I mean, do you? But what was your what was your route into the team then for that? No, yeah, for me, no. It was actually not that excited. Uh, really, like their right. their, story, their story is amazing. How I came in, uh, in was definitely through Max and Andy. Hundred yeah, percent. That's yeah, that's why yeah. I'm uh, uh, I always uh, always say because uh, they recommended me when they were there. Uh, Gonghua, that's my mentor. Is also a stunt coordinator from Jackie. He called me, contacted me way before 2013 for another show, for a TV show in China. And then he w- he wanted to do it uh, good again for me, so he called me for the foreigner. And with the foreigner, yeah, when I came from- there. For me, it was a very great movie. But when I was there, in the first place, I was also hired as a camera action guy. And then uh, I helped them create all previous couriers, etc. And then they saw the benefits. Because again, even in China, even working with Jackie, because Andy and Max as well, they want to be with Jackie in front of camera. I think for me, it was, I don't care. I go back. Okay, go. I shoot you guys. Because again, for me, it's always the serving perspective, and that was Gonghua saw, and then yeah, then became all of a sudden after the hard work, then a team member. And seeing Jackie on set and seeing how he works, uh, you worked so the Foreigner and Bleeding Steel as well. So they're yeah. both twenty seventeen. What did you learn from from working so close up with with him? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, he is yeah. still with his age. He still performs yeah. incredible. Uh, how he yeah. moves, of course, it's like not not like when he was twenty or thirty, but it, it's it's still it's so inspiring. He's so it's still fast. Uh, his um, condition, like stamina, is still good, and uh, he's very professional. It's, it, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing to see it. It's like again, it's like a, you see a legend, just live. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. the um, I think also the philosophy and then the workflow, how they work. It's it's it is more what I'm also looking for. Like, again, like Hong Kong China style, uh, it, it's super efficient, super fast. There's no mm-hmm. bullshit. Like straightforward. Everyone has to work. Everyone has to to do something. Uh, like the Guanghua, uh, he have always forced us. Uh, not forcing, but he's expecting us the best because we are Jackie Chan Sun team. Even yeah. that back then and that day, I wasn't. At all a member, I told him, "Hey, I'm here just helping you, but I'm not member because I I don't mm. want to claim. No, it would be nice, but I saw myself only who is working with the stunt stunt team. But yeah. he was yeah. always when we came out when, when we went out to dinner, everything it's like a, almost a twenty hours uh, days with him because uh, you have to do the job. Then in the end, he wants to go uh, for lunch or eat dinner." And then uh, we as a team are also like entourage, like a bodyguard. So we have to, right. yeah, we have to go always, uh, yeah, we have to all, always go with him. And he is presenting us always as his team. And I felt yeah. in that time, I felt, why? How can I deserve that? I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not just here. I just passed by, like, like this kind of feeling. I guess if he called you up, or if you were to go back and work on a new project, I guess you'd be there straight away. Yeah, I mean, you have uh, definitely a loyalty. Uh, yeah, I see yeah. uh, soon, in 2017, when we had like this big ceremony and everything became official. 
Uh, I felt my duty 100%. I feel like, hey, that's a great uh, chance and there's a great opportunity to claim or to to say, hey, I'm one of the JC Sun team member. Yeah. And uh, yes, I'm. I mean, me personally, I'm not. uh, Actually, the other one, no one's actually in in person in contact with Jackie. But we have always a contact with uh, uh, his assistant, Dorothy. Yeah. With her, we have, yeah. we discuss everything. So last time, for example, for a couple of weeks ago, she contacted us because of a new book, which comes out by uh, like updated book, and then uh, needs some information, whatever, and also what I'm doing at the moment to update that. Yeah. So we will uh, for a long time, uh, forever, we will be apart. But same for Andy yeah. Chang. He lives now in Los Angeles. Still, they have in contact with like uh, with that girl and uh, with Dorothy. But uh, he yeah. does also his own th- uh, stuff. For example, I represent always uh, JC. So yeah. if JC Santi. So if I work somewhere uh, uh, as a coordinator again or whatever, and then I always present as a JC. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not doing it as individual or saying, "Hey, it's me, be done." So I know I'm one of the parts, so I pre- represent him. Oh. Is that one I bastard here? Who the hell are you? You dare call our boss that? We've got to talk about Shang Chi as well. Love Shang Chi. I think it's fantastic. Mm. It's one of the best Marvel films <laughs> for a very long time. Wow. Just cool. working on that movie, and again, that's Jackie Chan stunt team alumni. It's Andy Cheng. It's Brad Allen. Uh, yourself. I mean, what was that like? Because it, it is a very Jackie Chan inspired style choreography, isn't it? To, to, um, uh, well, would you would you agree with that? I mean, that was yes. that was my my take on that yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah no totally what was that experience like to work on on a big movie like that uh no I, also again it's incredible like uh, to have the yeah. chance to because brad and i we knew each other just uh, for quite but not really we weren't really close but then with chang yeah. he he tries to call me back then for one of them for kingsman but it was oh wow yeah but at that, that time I went to I, I, I mentioned that I got called by Dagger and I have to go with him and he said oh yeah. okay if Dagger no go then you have to go with that then so that's the reason it clashed a little bit and, and I never yeah. had a strong chance to join him with Kingsman but uh, then later uh, here with uh, Changji to have finally the opportunity so he brought me in he called me contacted me because of the action design he wants to have we were, we were four action designer and yeah. um, in general, uh, Changji was definitely one of the best uh, also experience I had, just in terms of working um, uh, pressure, challenging yourself even higher because Brad and he's demanding a lot, and it's mm. very very uh, stressful. Like not in in working wise, it's just stressful because the opinion, the 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 level you have to reach, even if you reach the level, you have to above, uh, you have to to go above your restriction, yeah. your limits. And that was always very, very, very hard. And uh, mm-hmm. it was, for me, very, um, again, like uh, a nice experience uh, to find myself, to work with the, the best people in the industry, I would say. When I'm thinking of Changji, I feel also, especially for martial arts movie, that's the highest goal what a martial arts movie can really uh, reach. Yeah. There's nothing else that can, can, can top it. I mean, it doesn't matter with the movie or the action, right? We have, it's just because it's Marvel, it's Disney. It's the biggest franchise that ever uh, exists at the moment. Box office, uh, 
the numbers, whatever, everything. Plus, yeah. it is um, a martial arts movie, and not a, a action movie who who they can do martial arts or something like that. It's, it is yeah. about martial arts and China's culture. Yeah. That's the big thing, and yeah, I feel like that's a very important movie. Well, well, it had all of it, didn't it? It had a sort of wuxia reference at the start with a lot of the tai chi movements. Mm-hmm. That wonderful sequence at the start with Tony Leung, and then you've got that wonderful the Jackie Chan style fight there that's on the bus. That scaffold fights. I mean, gosh, I just love this. <laughs> I love yes. this movie. Um, <laughs> so, as an action designer, then are you literally there with a blank page, and you're you're figuring out, well, how is Shang Chi going to move? You know, how is Tony Long's character going to move? Yeah. How you know is you you're literally there from day one trying to trying to figure that out? Then are you? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. not specific me, but in general, yeah, in general, uh, yes, that's. The, the work we have done like uh, Pong yeah. and Chris they creating the Wuxia um, uh, mom versus dad uh, scene yeah and uh, also yeah but exactly what you said the whole style developing the style from the bus uh, I was uh, also involved in the bus scene with Andy Cheng and it was crazy how much time and energy we spent to find the right style. Like, how, is it Hunga style? Is it Silat style? Everything. Yeah. Have we explored everything? By the way, again, what you said, uh, it is, oh, th- those scene is definitely for, as inspired by um, Jackie. Like, uh, yeah. And th- the good thing is like, because we are Jackie Chan's stunt team, that's the reason yeah. we are, there was no, ah, oh, they stole it. From Jackie yeah. or something like that, because now we are we had the privilege to to claim yeah. that also our style, and that was that's also yeah amazing because back back to our uh, roots, that what we really like and love is the Hong Kong style, and uh, to bring it uh, for the busting was amazing. And Simu Lu did a good job. Yeah, he did really well. Yeah, he's a good guy, yeah. really one of the good good yeah good actors and action man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's really a cool guy. And just memories, I guess, of working with Brad Allen. We sadly lost Brad Allen. I'm not sure if he saw the finished film even. I'm not sure if the film had even come out at that stage. But um, um, just memories of Brad. I mean, he's such, you know, we've lost an amazing talent there, haven't we? Mm, Yes, yes. Yeah. And that time when we had the information and the call from Mark Ginter, his uh, partner, uh, we we were together with Andy Cheng uh, in Budapest, in Senseiya. And we were just uh, uh, to, to to shoot, and uh, yeah, we got a call, and uh, it, it destroys him. I mean, he he was uh, emotional. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was not really really nice uh, moment yeah. to see also my brother. Yeah, he really yeah. broke uh, because they were very close. No, they were very close back then. Yeah, yeah, it was such, it was such a shock hearing hearing the news as well. But I think just because you know Shang Chi was billed as you know a really big movie for him as well. I know he's done such great work on all the Kingsman movies, but mm. also you know breaking into Marvel and um, yeah, gosh, it's just yeah, it's just so sad. But um, but uh, but to have worked with him must have been an amazing experience as well. I'd imagine for Dan yeah. to yes. have been able to do that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. incredible because he is. He is uh, the master of everything. <laughs> yeah. Because he he did everything what he uh, everything what he done done uh, was always in the highest level. Yeah. And that was just amazing. Yeah, yeah. and uh, inspiring. Inspiring. And again, like when I saw him, he has an aura. It's like very um, in, in, what's the word again? Uh, intimidating. 
So I was there. Right. I, I yeah. feel like oh, it, it's brilliant. Always, always. And, uh, okay. When we have to present our previous, we had like a meeting room. Everyone's showing. Everyone has a giving the feedback or whatever. It's kind of like a, you go to back to school again and has a test. You know, hey, this is crazy. Yeah. And there's a professor or the, the the teacher, and then you get scolded or you get uh, props, and you're like a kid again. It's, yeah. it's, it's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, it's, it's, again, it's always about challenge, and that was the best experience. So looking ahead now, because I know you've directed a lot of um, short films, I guess that the goal really is to, to move into a feature film, to direct your own feature film project. Is that, yes. is that on yes. the horizon? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That's my main and goal. Do you have ideas, concepts? Do you have a story that you feel you really want to tell you probably don't want to tell me if you do <laughs> no, no, it's good. do you, you do have yeah. dream projects in mind um uh not really in specific at the moment because i'm yeah. really bu- uh, jumping uh on and off on jobs at the moment and uh, or projects like a constant now like last year for example i was i think only two or three weeks at home the whole year but uh, yeah i do have some concepts and ideas and there's one which I uh, I feel I, w- I really want to do it, but it's nothing with action. It's more a drama thing. Okay. And okay. Uh, but it's an emotional story which I would like to 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 tell and to show the people. But um, let's see because I don't know if it's just really a, a movie, a TV show, or if it's only a short. But everyone's telling me. When is the time to let you direct your own feature? Everyone, everyone's telling me that, and I, I, I know and I feel it also. I want to do, but I feel sometimes also um, insecure by myself. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just I have to commit for two or three years to say, okay, I go only for develop, developing, and then from yeah. there I'm gonna shoot, and then uh, another two years, one or two years until the the movie can come out. So mm. you spend like five hours, five years or six years on a project, and this commitment—I don't know if I'm strong or patient enough to do it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, but I want yeah. to. That's true. I want definitely want. Absolutely. Well, man, get Max and get Andy and set up yes. in Germany. Get a martial arts movie done. I mean, that was—I'd uh, certainly be, uh, you know, uh, championing that idea. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Have you heard yeah. uh, uh, about uh, Plan B? Plan, I have, yeah, yeah and I've they, heard it's yeah. being remade. They're yes, remaking yes. it. That's yeah. great. That's incredible. I mean, I was very happy really with, uh, for the for the guys. I know them also yeah. very well. Thank you so much for chatting to me today, and uh, yeah, all the best. And um, yeah, thank you. You know, just keep keep going. You're doing great, great work. Oh, awesome! Thank you very much. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thank bye you. Bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Vidan Tran there. Great to talk to Vidan, incredibly gifted fight choreographer and action filmmaker. Surely it's just a matter of time before we see Vidan stepping up into the director's chair on a feature film. That would be great to see. Some Vidan Tran notes. Halo is available on Paramount+. Plus. Season 2 has been confirmed. No release date as yet. 
Dune Part 2 lands in March next year, 15th of March 2024. Knights of the Zodiac is out now on digital platforms. There's a review on kungfumovieguide.com. I'll be sure to put a link to that in the description. And that German war movie that Vidan mentioned there, it's called Blood and Gold, and that's out now on Netflix. Get all the latest Vidan Tran news on Instagram at V underscore Dan. That's V-I underscore D-A-N. I'll also add a link to the YouTube channel for his own production company that he runs with Sean Bew. That is called T7 Productions. Link also to that available in the description. And that is a wrap for today's show. Another double bill. Thank you so much to both of my guests, Lorenz Hideyoshi and Vidan Tran. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And a huge thank you, of course, to you, the loyal Foo follower who has listened to this episode all the way to the very end. Thank you so much. In return, we'll do it all again in two weeks' time with another brand new episode of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. In the meantime, do take it easy, stay safe, be well, take care, and in the immortal words of the great Lauren Abaddon, keep kicking. Bye for now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.